All right, as part of our marathon uh, tonight, right here on Marawa Sports uh, Worldwide. Women's football, we're going to park it one side. We come back to the men's game now, uh, simply because I did promise you yesterday that the arbitration uh, was going to be sitting this morning, and they did exactly that to hear the case of the second-placed Gauteng base club, Sekukune United. Uh, they were challenging now the Premier Soccer League, the DC, ruling to deduct points uh, from Purugwana City for not having the required number of five under-23 players uh, in their team sheets, but not awarding the points to them. So that's the key thing. So the DC made the ruling to deduct points from Bulgaria City for not having the required number of five under 23 players in their team sheet. But having taken the three points from Bulgaria City, they were not moving them forward to Sekukun. So let that sink in because I think that's pretty central to this issue. So the matter was heard by advocate Hilton Epstein, SC. And to bring us up to speed now, we joined by advocate Norman Aronson, who was representing Sikukune. Um, advocate, thank you so much for your time. It's been a while that we haven't had you on this platform, but uh, always great to get uh, your advice and insight. You sat this morning. What can you tell us? What's the latest? Good evening, Robert, and always good to be on your show. Uh, you obviously forgot I also can talk a bit about cricket. But anyway... I know that. I know that. We'll, we'll get to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe I'll appear before the, the ombud if his hearing uh, kicks off, uh, hopefully soon. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Robert, um, the current position is, is that the arguments were concluded this afternoon and the arbitrator is now obviously considering uh, his decision and told us that we'll get it either this evening uh, or tomorrow morning. And that, what's, the usual, what's, the, what, what's, what's the usual procedure? Do you think, um, Advocate, that you, you might possibly get it before midnight tonight? Well, he said, you know, it's either this evening or, or, uh, uh, or, or tomorrow morning, which is, which is quite quick. Um, um, you know, Epstein uh, and, and Kasim and, and a few, Makari, a few other arbitrators, Matau, they're very experienced. Um, and the, the advantage, um, certainly for, for Safa and the parties, is that they, uh, they deliberate about a matter quite quickly and they give the hand down a quick award, um, you know, and it also makes a big difference to costs. If they take a day listening to a matter and another couple of hours or a day considering their verdict, then the costs come down. Some arbitrators, less experienced, sometimes take four or five days in a week uh, to, to, to determine these matters, and then the costs mount. Tell me about the issue of precedent. Um, coming into this hearing, was there or is there an issue of precedent, a case that has been formally heard and judged upon? just to try and break down the meaning of that, that you would have relied on? Well, there, there isn't a... Um, each case, obviously, has its own facts. But there, there, there is only one case which was also recently decided involving uh, Rule 35, which is the under-23 rule. That rule requires you to have five under-23s in, in a league match, a Glad African League match, uh, five players on the, on the team sheet, and uh, at least two 
under-23s playing at all times. There's a case involving TTM where they, for four, the four last minutes of the game, I think after in extra time, or four, four minutes, uh, the 94th minute, they played only one under-23 uh, for, for four minutes. Um, that was, however, not the subject of a protest. Mm. That was a complaint, and there's a big difference between the two. A protest must be lodged before a game starts, 30 minutes at least before a game starts. And the purpose or the idea behind that is obviously that you give the other, the other team, the opposing team, an opportunity to consider what you are protesting about, whether it's a valid protest in your eyes or not, and obviously to change your, your team sheet before the game kicks off. So if you play... Um, Notwithstanding the protest, you obviously do so at your own risk. That is why the difference between a protest and a complaint is that with a protest, uh, all the, the, the sanctions are available to the disciplinary committee, including deduction of points and the awarding of points uh, uh, where you forfeit the game. Um, so in the TTM case, that was a complaint brought by the league um, and also a number of other clubs wanted to become involved because obviously their eyes went big and they thought, no, there's, there's some points involved here. And the arbitrator uh, in that case ruled no, no awarding of points. And I think ultimately it was a fine. But there is no, this, this is um, an unprecedented case where uh, the day before the game, um, um, Polokwani City, uh, had their players tested, and uh, the results came back, and they've only got seven under-23 players registered, and out of the seven, three of them tested positive. So they couldn't meet Rule 35-2, which requires you to have five under-23s on the score sheet, and, and that obviously created a, a problem for them. Now, the ruling, from my understanding, and what I've said, is that they then lost three points, Pulaguana City. But then there's been no awarding of those three points to, let's say, their rightful owners, which is Sekukune United, which I would imagine that that is what you were going after now in representing uh, the, the club itself, is that if you've taken away three points from Pulaguana City, those points have got to land somewhere, surely. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you know, as, as I, one of several arguments I had today is to say it's, it's, it's any, any, the D.C. erred uh, by uh, 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 imposing that sanction because it's really a slap on the wrist uh, for, for Polakwani. So, 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 Robert, the, the, the background and the context to this issue becomes important. Already in July last year, the Board of Governors had a meeting, and you know the BOG. Um, you've interviewed the whole BOG already on your program. It's all mm-hmm. the clubs, all the owners. And they obviously discussed the ins and outs of this, including, so what happened if the league's offices are closed and you can't register a player because it's, it's, it's weekend or holiday? All those issues they discussed. And at the end of that meeting, there was a resolution binding on all the clubs that uh, COVID-19 
or failure to follow COVID-19 is, uh, does not constitute exceptional circumstances. Because there is provision in the rules and there's provision in the compliance manual that sometimes you can, for example, get a postponement due to exceptional circumstances, which we know from time to time happens with, with our top clubs like Sundowns and, should I mention Chiefs? Sundowns, Chiefs, Pirates, uh, uh, when they play in, 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 in the CAF tournaments and they can't meet a fixture because of a clash or because they're traveling, then you get permission to postpone the match. But COVID, the clubs were clear that that is not uh, a reason for a postponement. Uh, mm-hmm. And although this was not a postponement, obviously this is something that Polokwani could have, could have asked for and said, look, it is now becoming possible for us to meet 35.2. Um, can we please postpone the game until such time as we register more under 23s? But the argument that we had is that in advance, all the clubs, uh, Premier PSL clubs and NFD clubs knew that you must register sufficient players to make sure that, one, you have 11 players on the field. Uh, because, of course, COVID can, can, can wipe you out and, and, and many players can, can become uh, infected. Um, so you must make sure. In our case, we said um, that this, that the blame for Polokwani's conundrum is entirely at their door. They knew that there was a possibility that, uh, so they foresaw this problem and they did nothing about it. Uh, as far as under 23 is concerned, you can, of course, uh, register an amateur player at any time. All you need is a clearance certificate. Um, and they must have uh, some youngsters and, and juniors playing football. They could have registered them, even if it means sitting on the bench or only on the bench. Now, a lot of things are going through my head, Advocate, but the... The one thing that comes to mind, Cape Umoya versus Cape Town Spurs. So Cape yep, Umoya, 27 of the 34 players tested positive for COVID-19. Game didn't happen. No show. Both sides knew that. And the three points were then deducted and given to Cape Town Spurs. Yes, yes. Yeah. So that, in... Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Now, I'm yeah. I'm thinking here if they had something like seven players that had tested, like you say, they could have made a plan. But when you've got twenty-seven out of thirty-four, and yes, there are other laws and procedures and what was taken at board of governors meetings, but then it leaves you with this conundrum to say if we go and play with twenty-seven players that are infected and they are positive for COVID nineteen. What other recourse is the league giving us to say, you know, maybe you should have brought in the uncles of these players to play on their behalf, maybe the next door neighbor, but, but, but give us something because none of that ruling gives that option or an opportunity to say, this is what you should have done. It, there's two things here. The game didn't happen because they were preventing the spread of COVID-19, but they got punished. Number two, and in doing that, they were able then to unfortunately not play the game, but what other recourse did they have? And that yes. for me, in, in trying to link the two, I'm thinking to myself, Cape Moya were done an injustice. Well, 
Cape Moyo were charged under Rule 15.2, which is which is a no-show, um, where where you, where you don't pitch for a match. Sure. Um, then then and 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 that rule is also quite strict, and of course it was underscored by the COVID protocol resolution, which bound all the clubs, including Cape Moyo, that. Even if it's COVID-related, you're not going to get a postponement. So, so again, Robert, the the argument was, and which obviously prevailed on 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 the uh, the DC in that case. I think that that didn't go to arbitration. Yeah, no, no, that was a DC and was subsequently yes, it was went to the DC and has been confirmed. I think just a day or two ago by on appeal Mukari, by Mukaria in an arbitration. Yes. These arbitrations are all under Rule 64.1, where the um, where the acting CEO of of the league, she can decide to refer matter directly to arbitration, and avoid Correct. the SAFA appeals because it's that time of the year, it's silly season, so you want quick decisions. So Mokari had confirmed the decision of uh, of the DC, and yes, it's 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 hard on the club, but. Um, and that is why, you know, the rules, it's important to apply the rules and if they need to be applied strictly because it, 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 it's about the integrity of the, of the competition, Robert. It's about the integrity mm-hmm. of the game. Um, you know, is, in, the, in the case of Umoyo, obviously they had a difficulty. And um, I, I don't think their conundrum... Um, I, I'm, I'm not on top of the facts of that case, but I don't think they realized, like, like in the case of Polokwani, to be fair, um, less than 24 hours before the game, um, they they knew a couple of days uh, before the match that they were unable to field a team, mm-hmm. um, and in their situation, um, they could still have registered. Uh, it's not impossible. It's quite possible they could register 11 amateur players or 11 out-of-contract players and register with them with the league overnight because the um, the registration seasons don't apply to amateurs and out-of-contract players. You can register them at any time. And they never took steps to make sure that they mm-hmm. can feel the team. Yeah. I mean, th- th- there's a whole lot of things that I, I obviously just in terms of interrogating, have a problem with, with, with that ruling. Maybe it goes back to the uh, 3rd of August 2020 Executive Committee resolution, uh, yeah. you know, directing, saying that the COVID-19 reasons do not, will not constitute exceptional reasons justifying a postponement. Uh, but be that as it may, because I've got all of, what, three minutes with you. I might chat to you tomorrow because, you know, the outcome might be out then. Um, so just to seal this, was the Sekukune one a protest? Shekukuni was a was a was a protest. Um, it was lodged um, before the game started, an hour before the game. In fact, um, we also argued that Polokwani had known um, the day before they knew already that they were not going to be able to comply with the under twenty three rule. They never disclosed that to Shekukuni, and importantly. They never disclosed that to the match commissioner and to the match officials. They, uh, you, 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 you may know that 
uh, now with the pandemic, um, match uh, or team meetings, match meetings on our held the day before virtually. Mm-hmm. And the clubs are required to, to, um, to send their provisional team list to the match commissioner provisionally the day before. That didn't happen in this case. Um, they only presented their team sheet an hour before the match, and it's then um, that uh, uh, that um, uh, Sekukuni realized that, they, in fact, they, they were first too short. And then the manager looked again and said, no, no, actually that player is also an under-23 player, and it, and it made it four, but then they were still one short. So our argument was that this was quite intentional and deliberate, and um, they actually thought that if we hand in the team sheet an hour before the game, that you know it could avoid detection. It may have been picked up after the match, but then it's too late. Then it's a complaint, and then there's no issue of either having points deducted or being uh, points awarded to the other team. So, but you so st- yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you strongly feel, though, advocate, that the three points belong to Sekukune, and by the time they go to their final match day against JDR, those points should be locked um, in terms of their points tally on the league table so that they go into that final uh, match down or match day on the 23rd knowing that they got their rightful points. Yes, I mean, it, we, we also relied on Article 22 of the FIFA Disciplinary Code. That code is clear that where you field an ineligible player, you lose the points. The match is forfeited to the other team. We, we presented two cases, one Sion FC, which is a French uh, decision, and the other one, one that we're familiar with, the Sudan, where they fielded an ineligible player. Now, although in this case, Polakwani didn't field for the duration of the 90 minutes, any ineligible players, they were sitting on the bench with an ineligible player. And as you know, if people on the bench are deemed to participate in the match. Absolutely. So, 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 and, and in that case, the FIFA rule, uh, Article 22, is clear that the, the match is forfeited and that is supported by two uh, and many CAS decisions which we put up today um, and CAS is the highest authority in sport and in particular in football. And we are obliged in terms of our statutes to, 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 to comply with CAS rulings. Okay. Advocate, thank you so much. If the outcome does come through whilst we're still on end, we are on air until half past seven. Please kindly uh, let us know. We'll, we'll, we'll make sure that we will be able to share that ruling with our listeners. But thank Absolutely. you so much indeed okay. for your indulgence. And, uh, okay. and, and, and thank you very much for breaking it down for us. Thank you. All right. Advocate Norman Aronson.